This is Luton Digital, the fantasy football podcast. Here are your hosts, Samo and Steve. Welcome back, everybody, to the Luton Digital Fantasy Football Podcast for Game Week 31, Episode 68. I'm joined by my co-host, Steve, for what's going to be a very exciting game week nearing the end of the season now. Yes, and um, we're back um, recording not long after the last one, and we are joined in the studio tonight by Kenilworth. He is... He's just finished a long sleep... uh, Quick sneeze, but uh, hopefully he'll be drifting off again. There won't be too much noise in our studio this evening. Manager of the Week. So time now for Manager of the Week. I'm going to read out uh, the top ten, and Sam will do the last three as we get to the top positions. Um, just to avoid any conflicts of interest. A low-scoring game week this week. Uh, Philip Dupuy, 60 points. Uh, he's only eight off manager of the week. Evan Weeks, 62. Tom Kershaw, 62. Nick Bailey, a welcome return to form for him, 63. Ed Garcia, 64. Alan Jerome, 64. Your own team, Sam. Um, well done to you. 65 points. But uh, just tell us about the top two, Sam. So the top two is a tie this week between Thomas with 68 and your own team, um, Steve. Four more specials also with 68. Um, Sam, I believe there's a rule if two teams are tied uh, to do with the transfers made. If you could just remind the ladies and gentlemen of that rule. That rule is now invalid this season due to special circumstances. So it's a tie. And so if you look at um, Steve's team, he had Kane captain, of course, and Lingard Watkins. Quite a good game week for you. And um, at Thomas's team, I can just find it here. He has. Uh, he also has Kane captain, Lingard. He also has Mount, an interesting pick, which may be popular in the next few game weeks. So well done to you and Thomas. League table. Let's look at the league table. I've got the top 10 here. Uh, Tommy Kershaw, 18 uh, Really close at the bottom here. Seb uh, is in 11th, 18 He's just two behind Tom. Sam Owen, um, yet to hit really big form this season, 18-20. And Los Newbold, um, who is outperforming his statistical average, 18-2-2. There we've got a battle to be the... Just outside Europe places. Now, the rest of these teams are very much fighting for Europe. We've got Europa League uh, battle between Neil, 18-4-3, Alex Perry, 18-5-8, Sammy R, 18-60, and Tommy Winehouse, 18-6-7. Obviously, there is one Champions League place up for grabs there. Apologies for the noise, that's... uh, one of our other housemates interrupting tonight's podcast, but uh, we'll continue nonetheless. And then in the top three, the Champions League positions, we've got Ollie Doward, 1890s, fallen slightly further behind. 
33 points following a poor game week. 19-2-3 in second is my own team. And the gap has been cut to Jack at the top, who is now just 13 ahead. 19-3-6. More or nothing. Mistake of the week. So now we don't just have mistake of the week. We have mistake of the season here. I think this is going to be, which is the leader, Jack Ellicott's bench boost. And his bench boost has got a mighty two points. He had Mendy, who was part of the 5-2 defeat. He's gone zero. Ward Prowse, the only player who got points. And he got a, a solid two points for 90 minutes played. He did nothing else. And then we have the Sto- the um City double of... Stones, Cancelo, both did not play at all. And 0-0, zero, zero, so a total of 0-2, zero, 0-0. Two, zero, zero. two points bench boost. That's unbelievably bad. One of the worst mistakes this season. It was a really strange decision. I don't know whether Jack listened to last week's pod, but we said that he was holding all the aces as the leader and he had these chips. And then uh, I remember saying to Sammy last uh, Saturday as the game week kicked off, we saw the news that Jack had uh, had played his bench boost. He's got those two City players who were very, very unlikely to play. Um, we, will it cost him? I think, at best, he's just one of that 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 bench boost could really have got him thirty points, uh, and it's only got him two. But let's see what happens. Talking points. Time now for talking points. Sam's got a long list of talking points he wants to go through. Over to you, Sam. Yeah, so first talking point is, is it time to get the Liverpool players back in? Which may be a bit reactionary as they've only won once since the long international break. 3-0 convincing win against Arsenal. But their fixtures over the next eight game weeks, I think, there is left. Look, very, very solid. They have... Leeds, Newcastle, Southampton, West Brom, Burnley, Palace, all to play. There are only one or two other tougher games mixed in there, including Villa this week, I guess, is slightly tougher. But it could be time to get their players back in, as surely they can't continue the bad form all the way through the end of the season. And the Arsenal game shows signs they could be doing better. So what Liverpool players would you get in, Steve? Would you get Salah back? Very expensive, but did score against Arsenal. Or would you even go for Trent Arnold? Maybe a bit too expensive. But then the ideal pick, I think, is Jota, who came on and scored twice against Arsenal, I think. I think it was twice, anyway. And he's at a very ideal price point. What do you think? Sam, it's a great, great question. And I've thought about it. The trouble I've got is we've got the Spurs double coming up in less than just over a week's time, which in itself is affected by the Carling Cup final. Uh, Will Spurs put out full side three days before the biggest game since the Champions League final, which we talked about last week. Now, if you do go, I, I, I do like the Trent Arnold move, although premium defenders, it's not been the year of premium defenders. Trent Arnold is back in form ready for it. England place. Absolutely no doubt about that. Then do you go Jota? Do you go Salah? The danger with both of those is I personally would have to get rid of Bale to get to get to Salah. I could do Jota relatively easily. But 
I think until you know what's going to happen with the European game, I mean, they are 3-1 down to mid- Madrid midway through, but is he going to play, you know, how how full on are they going to go this game week coming up with Madrid coming up midweek? I think the next week is the week to go for your Liverpool players. That's my thinking on that, Sam. Yes, it could be true. Let me just see. Next week, they play Leeds, which there probably will be a lot of goals in that one. So it could be a good um, judgment. The other talking point is thinking of all of these players which are being rotated recently. It's mainly due to City because Guardiola does love to rotate his team. But Gundogan, is his value now in doubt due to the amount of times He's being rotated, and it's the same, but with with stones, he's being rotated a ridiculous amount of times. Where it's around fifteen percent that he plays, whether he, or with his bench now. Will you keep your city players? You no doubt about that, Sam. I think you're bang on the money with three city players. I think you're taking a risk now because whilst they're in the four tournaments, the league which they basically won is the one they will not be prioritising. And the only player, I think, from City who you can guarantee will get league starts but not European starts is Aguero because of the romance and the fact he's leaving. The call this weekend is that possibly Sterling's going to start because he was rested against Dortmund. But even that, at 12 million, is a big gamble. Would you bring Sterling in, who's not on penalties, over Salah, who, as we just talked about, Liverpool are playing... For the fourth place. So it is tricky. These are the decisions that championships are won or lost on, Sam. And that's why we need to get them right. Let's just have a quick talking point about uh, City, Sam. Uh, how many of the three are you keeping? At the moment, I have Stones, Diaz, good one. But I think if a good defensive option appears, I think Rudiger is one I'm keeping an eye on, or Christensen. I may swap stones out to just to, so I'll just have Diaz Gundogan. I mean, the thing I think the general direction because we we have a lot of managers who look to us for advice on this podcast. I'm thinking of Ian Reese, young manager, quite inexperienced in the game. Nick Bailey, uh, and even the managers who've lost form this season, like Alex Perry, Ollie Doward, Helen Jerome. They they do rely on us. In the last few weeks, try and move your players out from these rotation risks to players who are guaranteed to start every game. The one exception you can probably say is Kane and Salah because they are now both fighting for the golden boot, probably determined to start both games, all games in the league. But these City players are a vice. I think Samo Kenilworth and myself is to try and swerve. Sam, does that complete talking points for another game week? Yeah. Game week preview. This evening's uh, podcast is being brought to you by the Jabra Evolve 2, a fantastic piece of headset kit. And now it is time for game week preview. And game week preview this week, Sam, let's talk about the first game, which, if I'm not mistaken, takes place at the Etihad Stadium. City versus Leeds. It's not even the first game. Let's let's backtrack. One, it's Friday night. Fulham Wolves. Your score. Well, Fulham 
suffered a very crushing defeat against Villa. It looked like they would win and have a massive boost to their survival hopes, but they did lose that game, so I think they'll be a bit demotivated, but I don't know. I could see this being 1-1. And then we do go to the Etihad for Saturday lunchtime. City leads, can't see anything else, but City win here. Same thing we say every week, probably 3-1 City. And Liverpool-Villa, that should be an interesting game. Maybe Liverpool are rejuvenated. I think they'll win here, 2-0 Liverpool. I mean, your reading of the Madrid game was uh, just that Liverpool, uh, Madrid were good? Or that Liverpool were bad. I think it was a mistake for him to start Cater in midfield, who hasn't who hadn't played for months in that game. Maybe he'll learn his lesson for the second leg. It's Palace Chelsea at five thirty. Yeah, probably narrow, very narrow Chelsea win. Tommy Tuchel's Chelsea completely exposed against West Brom. In probably the first, it's probably the first time we've seen that. Under Tuchel with Chelsea, but I think they'll bounce back in this one. And then Burnley, Newcastle. I'm going to say a convincing 3-0 Burnley win here. The Lingard Roadshow uh, continues at home to Leicester. Yes, both these teams fighting for top four, so this is actually a very important game. I think it's tough to predict, but I think in some big games, West Ham don't always turn up, so... I'll have Leicester to edge this one. Well, I think you reverse that. In the really genuinely big games, it's Leicester who don't turn up because they lost, um, didn't they, quite convincingly to City. Uh, Spurs, United. Yes, we'll see if um, Solskjaer has his revenge after the humiliating 6-1 defeat. I don't think he'll lose 6-1 this time. In fact, I think they'll win this to further dent Mourinho's reign at Spurs. I mean, it'll be interesting what he does with Bale in this game because he came on for the big one minute against Newcastle when they needed a goal to win. Um, is he more adventurous and start? does he start uh, Bale against United? Because, of course, I've got him. Sam, what's he going to do? Uh, can't predict everything, but maybe he starts Bale as one of Spurs' best attackers. So... The Blades will be playing the Arsenals at 7 o'clock on a game we'll probably not be watching Sunday evening. Uh, well, Sheffield United hurtling down to the, to the Championship. They might even struggle in the Championship at the moment, so it's just going to be a routine Arsenal win, I think. I think that could be the shock of the week because um, Paul has got them playing. They were a lot better in their last game and uh, I think they'll get something out of that game. West Brom, Southampton. Possibly a game we shouldn't be overlooking because uh, if you take the form side, West Brom, what will they do against Southampton? I think they'll win again here, West Brom. 1-0. And then another form side uh, who played well in the last game, Brighton, will be taking on Everton. I uh, can't really be bothered to predict a winner here, so 1-1 one, one draw. And that obviously clashes with the Coronation Street omnibus, so probably won't be watching. Not the omnibus, but the, the double episode. Big one, Matthew. Big one, Matthew, this week I'm tempted to go from one of my old favourites, uh, Raheem Sterling. Uh, if he does start, 
he should get chances against Leeds. I don't know if I'm brave enough to bring him back in. I'd have to bring him in for Bale. Uh, just can't see Tottenham scoring all that many against United this game week. But they got six, as Sam says, against them away. Qualis pater, talis filius. Quick update now on uh, the Paterfilius League. And Sam, uh, convincing victory uh, for your father last week, cutting the gap to just six points. Are you confident you can hold on with only nine game weeks left? Yes, I am very confident. I think I'm a bit worried about, don't you have three hit left? Three hit. And the treble captain. Yes, that could be a problem. But I think at the moment, I have a better team as you still... Own players like Bale, uh, Maguire, weak links. Although, of course, Maguire could go this week um, to be replaced by Trent Arnold. My team, your team. Time now for my team, your team. I, I think I've talked myself in in this podcast to maybe looking at this Trent Arnold for Maguire switch. Although, in truth, I can... Re- upgrade any of my uh, defenders to make that move. So, watch this space. Uh, yes, for my team, I am... I think I'm, I've already done my change, actually. I've gotten rid of Rafinha. He's been a great servant to the club. We've got quite a few mini-returns, but replacing him is Jota. Like I said, Liverpool earlier, I think he is the best option. He's only... 6.9 million. I think that's very good value. And even if he doesn't start, he has the potential to come off the bench and score. He does. A season-high point score of 12 last game week, though. Uh, not quite good enough for my own sides. I think the more imaginative pick would have been West Brom's Pereira, who, of course, is on penalties. Last chance Where are you putting the armband this week, Sam? Armband for me is on Kane right now. I didn't captain him last week. I regretted that. And I don't know. I think he'll turn up. I don't really see a, a clear captain choice. I guess Gunduran, although, as we said earlier, rotation risk. Clear captain choice is surely Lingard. Uh, 8.5 points per game in the last. And the form player and on penalties. Maybe. Wait, is he on penalties? I think... He must be on penalties now that Antonio's done his hamstring. Right, well, I think it was said that Rice was on penalties, but obviously Rice is injured now. So Lingard may be back on penalties. You're right. Well, that's an interesting one, that one. Um, although, of course, Lingard himself was clutching his hammy uh, towards the end of that last game. The fourth officials indicated there will now be a minimum of three minutes time allowed. three minutes time allowed. So that's just about it for another game week. What a fantastic uh, podcast it's been. Uh, Kenilworth has remained asleep throughout. We go now to Sam for some closing thoughts. Yes, it's coming up to the big 30 double game week 32. So make sure you have as many Spurs players as you can, even if they're not in the greatest form. They do play twice. So 
They do play twice, but expect some uh, changes in that second game because it is just before their big final at Wembley in front of a capacity crowd of 8,000. So that's just about it from us. Uh, all that remains is for us to wish you a very successful points game week. Unless, of course, uh, your name's Jack, in which case I wish you a very small points haul because your continued leadership is causing me sleepless nights. Yes, goodbye, everyone. That was Luton Digital. Tune in again next game week. And good luck, managers. Hope you get a shed load of points. 